0: Welcome into another edition of the Talking Ball Y'all podcast. It's rare that we take back-to-back nights, but we had a special opportunity to get a really cool guest and Jake Crane with the J-Boy Show, who is just really taking off. So when we had the opportunity to get Jake, we went and got it. So now you're here, about a 15-minute a preview and review of college football across the land and a guy that you certainly should be following his show. He's got great information on football in the South. So sit back and enjoy. With fall and cooler weather just around the corner, there's no better time to head out to Brothers in Arms. It's Hattiesburg's premier outdoor gun range. It is located at 4657 Highway 49 South. Whether you're a new shooter or an experienced one, all are invited to shoot on the safe and family-oriented range. Go check them out and inquire about their annual memberships, hourly rates, as well as their training classes they offer. Once again, that's Brothers in Arms Outdoor Range at 4657 Highway 49 South in Hattiesburg. And remember, always keep your sights pointed downrange.
1: How do you unwind? Whether it's hunting, riding horses, or just sitting around a campfire. It's better on land you own. Southern Ag Credit can finance that land. Give our Gulf Port office a call at 228-832-5582 or visit us online at southernagcredit.com.
0: We're excited tonight to be joined by Jake Crane with the J Boy Show. Jake, thanks for taking time for the podcast.
1: Hey, man, I appreciate you asking me to come on. I uh, really enjoy your work and just excited the season's here.
0: Jake, let's talk. We'll talk football in just a moment, man, but I wanted to give the listeners a little insight if they're not familiar with you. Just touch on kind of your journey, man, and the way that this show of y'all's is just really popping off, especially even over the last week with the announcements that y'all have made. Give us a look into that.
1: Yeah, that, well, I appreciate it. Well, uh, I, I took college football for nine years six at the Division One level. When the uh, pandemic hit, you know, they sent us home for a little bit and started just messing around doing this podcast and it really just got bigger and bigger and bigger and decided it's what I wanted to do. Uh, literally in the Basically in the uh, airport parking lot of uh, where I was flying out of uh, to go back to coach and man been doing it a little over a year and about a month ago we signed with uh well not even a month really we signed with the uh, Colin Calvert's network at the volume and we uh, got a YouTube cha- uh, show that comes on every weekday from three to four Eastern two to three Central and then we simulcast on Saturdays and we're on Apple Podcasts Spotify iHeartRadio. Uh, we just signed seven athletes from the SEC. Uh, quarterbacks, you can you can go look the list. I mean, Spohnix, Connor Baselike, Jordan Battle from a Good amount of them. And I'm also doing another show with uh,
0: Bryce Young that's going to be starting here soon. Yeah, exciting stuff, man. The philosophy, uh, win the water cooler, and then I've heard you several times yeah. in the show say, "Hey, it's not it's not our, my show." You know, it's our show, referring uh, to the guys with you, and then also. Your audience, what what's behind that philosophy, man? Really cool stuff.
1: Yeah, man. Well, you know, we're, we're very interactive. So the chat we have there is called the Booster Club, especially since we're so new. Uh, we're we're trying to get all the OGs per se in there, and, and it's a very active chat. And we read questions and comments from the people in the chat, uh, the audience live. And uh I say because I, I want people to be able to tune into and realize, you know, I'm not, I don't get political. I, I'm not worried about any of that stuff. I'm just You know, uh, a a guy out here that that has knowledge in a certain area, and I want the audience to be able to watch the game in a way that they've never watched it before. And I feel like that's the best thing you can do for an audience member is to be able, for them to be able to watch a game. Like, man, I I remember Jake talking about that the other day on the show. I mean, I know what's going on. I can watch the game in a different way. And uh, we've
0: gotten unbelievable feedback from that because, again, without the audience, man, there is no us. all right, Jake, you primarily camp out in the SEC. Let's start there. What surprised you the most this past weekend out on the field? Um, LSU, probably. I know
1: that's probably, you know, uh, and, and I hate to say it, they looked about as bad as they, they possibly
0: could. <laughs> yeah, they did.
1: Um, and, you know, the best, the best way to put it. It's different. I, I said on the show. It's different if you're just not as good as what people thought. But what LSU, the product they put on the field from the, the game plan to the execution to alignment to assignment to effort to being able to adjust was atrocious. And it's the second year in a row we've seen it. And it just shocks me watching LSU like this. this is why I think Edo is that he's going to be gone. You add that with all the off the field stuff that's been going on, and, and it's a tough hill to climb and a tough hill to swallow. So uh, I, it's got to be LSU for me. You know, I thought Kentucky looked pretty good uh, in that new offense. I thought Levis, you know, is exactly what I thought he was going to be. I had him finish in second in the East, and everybody thought I was, you know, one math problem away from the mental institution. <laughs> but, uh, you know, at, at the end of the day, I'd have to pay for LSU.
0: On the other end of the spectrum, impressed with what you saw out of Ole Miss, and is that what you expected to see from Ole Miss?
1: Well, McLean, I I never worry about the offense, especially when you pair them with a quarterback, you know, like Matt Corral and an OC like you know Jeff Levy that does an unbelievable job and their communication's good. You know, they can't afford a lot of injuries up front. Louisville to me wasn't very good, but it was a good little litmus test. The defense is already better, but that that wasn't a big ask considering how bad they were last year. But you know. Ole Miss is going to win the game that they're trying to win, the the big game. They're going to have to get at least two to three turnovers and three to to four stops. If they can do that and play well on offense, they'll have a chance to to pull some upsets. I still
0: just worry about the defense. Defense, we're talking, you say defense at the end, it goes straight to Georgia. And golly, the guys they have playing along that defensive front and defensively as a whole, is that going to be – enough for them to do what the Bulldog fans want them to do?
1: Well, you know, again, finding out about J.C., you know, Carson Beck's a capable backup, but you, but you hate to lose your, you know, leader and one and of the best players on your team. I, I thought J.C. maturely handled the last game and kind of how in the pace that was dictated. But, you know, Georgia is going to get their weapons back. Tiaris was out. Darnell was out. I thought Bowers stepped up being a young guy tied in. That, that was pretty impressive in a big game like that. Blaylock, we know he's coming off an injury. Burton, we know he's banged up. Pickens, we know about. Bariq, we know about. So they didn't have a ton of weapons. I think the offense will eventually come around. Because, look, you got to give credit to the defense, too.
0: Right. I mean, they, they got NFL players running all around that damn thing. So uh, I think it was just kind of a, a combination of things that kept that – Pretty low scoring. Obviously, the way Georgia dominated Clemson's front, but if I'm a Georgia fan, I'm not worried. Worry would if you're yeah, Oklahoma. You get by that had Clay.
1: you just had you just had to win that game.
0: Yep, and they survived and, and advanced, if you will. There, when and speaking of surviving, Oklahoma, uh, Tulane. Any worries there in the way that Oklahoma looked, and then I guess the positive side for Tulane fans is the way they looked.
1: Well, Tulane looked like the best team in Louisiana this past weekend. Now, you do got to remember Oklahoma was up 37-14 at the half. Uh, Tulane did a hell of a job fighting back. I think they took their foot off the pedal a little bit. But still, Oklahoma's defense, and they can say all they want about how deep it is. I always say having the best defense in the Big 12 is like being the skinniest kid at fat camp. It really doesn't matter. So now that you're coming over to the SEC, uh, the defense is going to have to improve from a depth standpoint, but you know has all the two lane with all the adversity they face. So I thought they come out, they came out especially in the second half and played way above their water.
0: Coach O, I know we talked LSU earlier, but you talked about adversity. It's got me going back to LSU. Do you think he survives the the whole season, or do you think this is a, a mid season uh, type <laughs> job on Coach O?
1: Well, I'm telling you, man, Central Michigan. I watched them play Missouri and they're not horrible. LSU better not sleep on them past McNeese State. Uh, the game at Mississippi State is huge. If they lose that one, you're gonna really, really start to see the heat get turned up even more. And if they go anything, you know, seven and five, and eight and four. And I, I don't know how they're gonna go eight and four. I don't think I, I think they may be gone if they lose Mississippi State game.
0: How much longer, I know you had Hugh Freeze on the show either today or yesterday. How much longer till he's uh, back in one of these big-time jobs? Look, well, okay. I did a thing the other day talking about
1: how he's, you know, Nebraska. I think is going to be a location that people need to watch out for if Michigan doesn't get him first. And everybody says, oh, we'll just let Hugh go to LSU and this, that, and the other. Here's the problem. It's not that the SEC is blocking Hugh Freeze from, from coaching in the SEC. All Greg Stank saying is if you hire him as an OC or a head coach, even with the NIL, we're going to audit you every year. Mm. And having a fight with your hands tied behind your back is tough.
0: Sure. When you look at, and I said this through our message, that we would touch on South Alabama and Southern Miss. <laughs> Southern Miss looked so bad, I almost didn't go here uh, with you. But two guys making their debut, you're certainly familiar with the South Alabama program. Your thoughts oh, yeah. on that game?
1: Well, I thought Kane was a great hire. I was lucky enough to coach there for five years, uh, played there, um, loved that place. Uh, I, I think Kane's going to do a really good job now, especially they got that on campus stadium. That, that's a huge deal. You know, it's a gold mine down there at South. Now, I was a little surprised. Will Hall is a friend of mine. I uh, was surprised at the way they played. Them and Georgia Tech really surprised me, kind of the way the games went. Um, but now, I, you know, the alma mater itself, man, I, I got to give him some love.
0: Yeah, they certainly look good. Uh, Will Hall certainly has taken full responsibility for that ball game. Any reason for Southern Miss fans to panic with Coach Hall? No, no,
1: no, no. It's way too early. Give that man some time. All Will knows how to do is win.
0: Alabama, speaking of winning, man, I guess they're just going to reload. Anyway, like what has to happen for them not – Uh, to win a national championship this year when they just continue to do what they do?
1: Well, you know, the only comparison I can make, it's like the the same... You know, they've made like 13 Fast and Furious Furious movies, right? And and the people that love those movies, like you would think after like the fourth or fifth one, you'd be like, all right, there's no way they can make another one that's that good or is going to make that much money. And then all of a sudden, you know, 13 Fast and Furious is into it. It's still pumping out as much money as it did before. So, to me, it's just kind of like that. It's, they're the exception to pretty much every rule. Nick Saban has built, you know, the Death
0: Star over there, and I don't see them slowing down as long as he's in charge. Jake, if anybody was going to test them and, and kind of be there in the end with them, who's your top, like, two or three that would, would give them a ball game in the end?
1: say Georgia, obviously, if they played in the SEC championship. Uh, I would say a and M, I think they're going to boat race Florida. I don't care mm-hmm. if they played that demo in the backyard. Um,
0: God, man. <laughs> it's a short list, they, isn't it?
1: Uh, I mean, I think those are the two, to be honest with you. I mean, it, really, they're the only two.
0: Jake, how can the listeners of our show um, find yours and, and support what y'all have going on? I'm just going to tell you, man, just the way y'all utilize Twitter, the way you utilize relationships, it's a fun follow, man, and to see where y'all are going. Um, I'm, I'm glad to get you tonight before you're too big for a show like mine. So yeah. tell our listeners where to find you, brother. Oh, I appreciate that,
1: man. Um, I'm I'm always going to be me regardless of what happens on this. I just appreciate you asking me. Yeah, if you go to YouTube, you type in the volume podcast channel, you'll see it. Uh, It's a red V with a black background. We're live every weekday talking college football from 3 to 4 Eastern. Uh, Hop in the chat or the booster club, as we call it. Like I said, we read your questions live on the air uh, and comments as well. It's it's really interactive. And then on Saturdays, we do kind of a show in the middle of the, the evening, kind of, you know, recapping and previewing some stuff that's going on that's a lot of fun and really interactive as well. We also have great guests. I mean, anywhere from, you know, Cole Kublick to Hugh Freeze to Bruce Pearl to, you know, really anybody, um, you know, not just in the SEC footprint too. You can also find us on Spotify,
0: uh, Apple Podcasts as well as the J-Boy Show. So, man, I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Jay. Keep doing your
1: thing, bud.